the award seven minutes into it uh, with the IAW underrated star of uh, 2021. So obviously we returned in January this year after Johnny C kept um, badgering me as always. And, um, <laughs> yep. You know, it, it was good. You know, um, as, as a few people know, we did this in 2017 and we had about 10 members return from the old IAW, maybe a few more. But what, I mean, in my opinion, I've done nothing different this time than I did last time. But for whatever reason, we couldn't get any traction, could we? No. In 2017, uh, no. Yeah, we, exactly. Amazing. We started off well, but no one else, no one new really joined up. Exactly. And that's the thing with EFEDs, as we've seen, you know, I mean, especially with a small roster like starting with 10, you know, those matches really quickly run out. And, you know, af- after a few months of Johnny V. Jake, the story that never ends, you know, where <laughs> else did we go? So we, we, we kind of, um, we kind of just, just getting it going. So this time when we did it, it, it's been great. The uptake's been amazing. All new members, and we're going to get into a few of them as we as we go through these awards. You know, it's fantastic. And I can't thank not only you know the IW faithful for coming back once again, but all the new people have come along and stuck around. You know, it's unbelievable. Those ads were huge when you did that in the beginning to get some new talent coming through. I get that, but once again, I did that in 2017. You know. Oh, and it just didn't take off. I mean, maybe did you do Reddit in 2017 too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gone back and looked at all the adverts. You know, I've effectively copied all the adverts I did years ago. But yeah. I don't know, mate. I mean, you know, the website's the same. I, I honestly, I honestly don't know what happened. But Pan- I'm pandemic. happy what has happened because you know we always knew from back in the past we could run a good fed. So it's, it's glad that it's taken off. And to be honest, you know, I've had some big hits, some big other feds messaging me, other fed heads saying how well we've done, like we have industry. So that's always good. Oh, absolutely. The talent level we have right now alone, I think, is up there with some of the best we've ever had. The roster is so deep now with everybody. The the only time I could probably say we were anywhere near close to this is when we had Jake, we had Johnny, we had Michael Hunter, we had Jason Phoenix, we had both active at the same time. You know, and that was a heavy main event scene. We had a few others, you know, like Samuel Hessencock around right then. But, you know, the consistency of what we've got now, I think, beats anything we've done before. Oh, absolutely. That consistency help, helps us grow, too, because if we have a lot of people contributing a lot every every week, then people are going to see that, and more people are going to want to come be a part of what we're doing. Exactly. It's, it's fantastic. And I know I got a bit worried for, you know, a few months ago, because I mean, at one point we had two, three people joining every day, then we had nothing for like a month and then it picked up again. It's, it's crazy how these circles work. Like, if you remember, Jake, when I was talking to you a month ago, I was like, maybe it's just because we launched at WrestleMania and we're all rumble time. Maybe the rest of the year will be quiet, but no, it's just picked up again. Yeah, it's just been uh, kind of a roller coaster. But as, as long as people are consistent, then that'll carry us through those down times. Oh, 100%. So, as I say, yeah, so getting back onto the points of this podcast is we're going to go through the awards. So, uh, Johnny is the only one here who doesn't know the results. <laughs> so, who, I'm going to start. Oh, with I'm sorry, what was that? Who does? The award. So, the well, first one. Obviously, I feel. Go on. What's that? Go I'm on. sorry. No, you go on. I was going to say, when it comes to results, obviously I feel like one of my characters should win all of the matches. 
I mean, someone did put Sean Hart forward for every award, so that was interesting. Yeah. So that's we'll, the biggest we'll, swerve of history of IIW. I mean, that, that, that whole story in itself needs a podcast. Don't you agree, Jake? For, for sure. Like, just unraveling that timeline and that history. And <laughs> you know what? Sean, yeah, if you Sean, if you hadn't been outed by yourself, when would you have told us? Um, you know, I don't think I was ever thinking about doing it. <laughs> I was just going to do it until I got caught, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Tyler and Ryan got some eyes. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. As I say, I mean, I look back and, you know, they both signed up within three days and stuff like that. It's crazy. Well, the crazy bit. thing is, like I told Ryan, I never meant for Bam to become as big as he did. <laughs> yeah, somehow did. Crazy. Right, so go on then. Underrated star of the first half of 2021. Johnny C, who's your, who's your name? I would say it would be the first class coming in. What? As for the one underrated star you've gone for first class. That's what you've gone for. That whole show, all of those guys coming in from first class and, and really stepping up, becoming a secondary show for us. Well, not even secondary, just another show for us was huge. Oh, I mean, definitely. And, you know, we, we had a few issues starting off the women's division. Uh, we've, we've gone through, I mean, we're now, te- well, we'll, we'll be on a third uh, show, show runner by the time I find someone. But at the moment, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I keep control of that for now. I mean, me and Sean are working our way through that. But, you know, the, the influx of talent, you know, and uh, thanks to Fiona, President Mac, whatever you want to call her, um, she did run a good show. I mean, all three of us were part of it. I don't think I don't think Sean Hart was, but you never know these days. He could have been half the roster. But her giving us a trust and bringing over the members, you know, I think it's been great. Um, but in fairness, the person who's going to win this award was part of uh, FCPW. Uh, so the underrated star, we have given the award to Ryan Hawkins. Ooh, Ryan Hawkins. Ryan. That's a... So uh, as we know, Ryan has run Ryan Hawkins. He's run Venom and he's run Chris Hawkins. And, you know, he's, he's one of them who's new, new to the Fed. Uh, but he's been here pretty much since day one, I think. Uh, he signed up very early in the run. Uh, you know, con- consistently turning up, putting his roster, his role plays in, hitting his numbers. To me, he's he's an underrated star of the of the show. Absolutely, he's always he's always right there in the mix with everything, and he hasn't yet broken through to that to that top tier level yet. But he's well on his way. I definitely miss Chris Hawkins a little bit. I liked that political gimmick that he was working. He really knew how to play that really well. I wish he stayed around. You love Venom. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if I was going to say any criticism about Ryan when he first started, is his character was Randy Orton. Oh, very um, much so. It, it was just Randy Orton. And you've seen how he's developed it. I know Ben's, uh, who's unfortunately not around too much at the moment, uh, worked hard with Ryan. Ryan was constantly going to Ben's asking for advice, asking for help. And I think he's really took it on board and really built out these new characters, especially Venom. You know, I'm, I'm really interested to see where Venom goes. So if I throw it in a curveball, who I would have given my award to, I 
would have thought Jesse James is one up there as well, you know, the Prestige and the James gang. Well, they did jump uh, and steal from Bob Miller. That's always a plus in my book. Or Bob Mitchell, so that's always a plus Bob in my book. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think he's another one. You know, he's improved a lot, and I see a big thing for him. He's, he's, he's flying up that card. I think the biggest difference between the two, between Ryan Hawkins and Jesse James, was that uh, the whole James gang had to take that time off there as a yeah. break where Ryan stayed and consistently developed, and he's been working hard the whole time. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's weird to think in a Fed, you know, we've only been going six months again. Um, you know, we've had people missing for a few months, like James Yang had to take a bit of time off, and, you know, they're back with us, which is great. Yeah, there's still, you know, six more months left in the year, so the way that the James gang as a whole and now the prestige has developed, you know, in, in the next half of the year, we could see them be that underrated star, or maybe they move up into something bigger. There's still, oh, there's so much talent there that, that I just, uh, I know personally, I want to see develop and see what he can do. I mean, yeah, that, that is part of the fun, isn't it? Like, like, like if we're around the fire, like Jake and Johnny are top two of our top role players, but having them interact with these people who are building and watching the characters build and, you know, getting involved in these new storylines is great to watch happen. The, the amount of storylines that are out there, the possibilities with a lot of these newer guys, that are, well, newer to IIW at least, is great with the James gang, especially coming in, getting mixed up into the, into the tag division now, which is about to start blowing up, which is awesome. It's about time that we see that division really take off. Exactly. For the amount of actual wrestlers we have on the roster, it's, it's been a bit of a struggle getting that going. But as, as you've seen, like, you know, there's a lot of teams coming together. There's a lot that's going to be happening. And there's a few more surprises that you lot aren't aware of yet. Osh Vaughan always has to have a surprise off his, uh, off his sleeve. Always. Always at least one. <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to move quickly on to... I say quickly, that took about 10 minutes. Uh, we're going to move on to the best storyline. And I think this is a bit of a blow away because it was just a phenomenal success, this storyline. So go on, Johnny C. What's the guess? Oh, World's Clyde. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Bob Riosh. I mean, what can you put into You can put everything into it. This is a thing that kicked off the cameos when I got uh, Damien Sandow to, to announce a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of KKND, no one saw that one coming. I just dumped the cameo at the bottom, announcing it. That was pretty wild to see that you got an actual WWE or former WWE talent to announce an E-Fed storyline was, was just fantastic. <laughs> and, you know... It is, you know, it came to like Jake messaged me. I don't know early on in the in the run, he's like, I'd really like to do war games, but do it right, so not the way uh, NXT does it now. And just from there, we spawned the whole storyline. And you know, it is possibly the biggest storyline we've we've ever done because you know we we had eight people involved, you know, and then add the additional characters in. You know, it was up to twelve people involved in that storyline. It was fantastic. Everyone, I mean, the amount of effort that was put forth by everyone involved made it fantastic. And then the results, the results themselves were a mountain to get through, I'm sure for you, but it was just fantastic <laughs> to read. 
Exactly. Oh, mate, I, I, I was just stressing for days. Like, I know I give myself two weeks to do results, but I usually do them all in one go, pretty much one or two goes. But that match, I was just doing for two weeks constantly, just adding bits, taking bits out. <laughs> it, it was just, I did, yeah. And then I, I was like, yes, I've got an inspired finish. And then Jake tells me it was done in like 83 or something like that. <laughs> of, course, like, of course, Jake will know that. Doesn't make it not classic. <laughs> that's true that is true um okay so this one i added i added in myself right at the end and this is the iaw outstanding contribution award um johnny c give us a guess on this one i mean uh talent or just overall for everything because obviously i feel you would take that home <laughs> i I am very much, yeah, I will not give myself an award type of person. <laughs> like, I won't give myself a title or anything like If you look at my characters in the IAW, they're combined records of like four for 25. <laughs> well, I mean, with everything going on World's Glide, you decided, you know what would be really cool was I'll put one of my characters in it. So now I don't only have to do results, but I have to role play for the damn thing, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Gluttony for punishment. <laughs> Um, so this one, I picked up one moment um, in a, I'll, I think this was key to success, if I'm right. And uh, we bought we built key to success as our first concept of KKND, and you know we had six people involved in that. Uh, one of them being our winner, Stoner. And uh, Stoner <laughs> is for those who don't know, he's been with us since 2006 as well. He came over from CWA with Johnny C, Benz. I think there might have been a few others. Um, I can't remember quite off the top of my head from CWA days. In fact, Durden was uh, came over, uh, but Stoner went away and he and he left his laptop at home. <laughs> How are you meant to do a role play on an online eFed if you have forgot your laptop? <laughs> he found a way. Stoner decided uh, to find a load of A4 paper, scribble down his role play, including pictures, and then take a picture of it. <laughs> And get it uploaded to uh, our roleplay boards. <laughs> that for me is going above and beyond. That was pretty fantastic to see a, a, a picture of handwritten roleplays. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely something I've never seen in twenty years of e-fedding. Well, that would be stoner for you. Uh, you know, finding a way to prevail. That's that mentality of a stoner, give or take. <laughs> not just he also found a way to do something I don't think anybody's ever seen done before exactly it's crazy especially, especially my first time seeing it <laughs> and then he followed <laughs> it up with an amazing role play about his hairy butthole <laughs> oh god yes 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 I, I, as I say I wouldn't like to know where that inspiration comes from but I, but I love reading it <laughs> Um, okay, so um, this one was voted differently, but I, I made a director's decision on this. And we'll go over this and my reason for it in a minute. So it's best out of uh, character contribution to the EFED. What are you thinking, Johnny? Uh, um, Rogue in the Rogue channel on Discord? You, I mean, you've called exactly what I went for. 
the rogue channel has just 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 done it, and it? He's, he's won everything with that channel. I mean, it's even spawned off its own spin-off. It really has. <laughs> a stupid, sexy Valor channel. I don't go to that one nearly as much. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, mate. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, mean, Rogue obviously he's, he's been fantastic. Another another new pickup to um, to the Fed since uh, since the beginning of the year, and uh, so yeah, I thought he was uh, deserving of this. So I'll give the honorary shout, and you can probably guess why I haven't given it to um, bloody hell. I've even just blanked on his name, Jack Hill. Oh, Feed Jack. Feed Jack. Yes, he's also got his own channel now. Um, do you know what he's doing right now is absolutely phenomenal, in my opinion. Um, I, up until that channel, asked for any feedback, but watching the description and the detail that he puts into reading and then grading and then breaking down pros and cons and where, ways to improve on role plays has really helped. I think everyone see okay, this is doesn't know any of our characters, doesn't know any of our history. He can come in and he says, this is what I liked and what I didn't like. And it's kind of nice to have that outside perspective. It's, it's brilliant, to be honest. And, you know, to do that for almost every role play as well that people are putting off, you know. <laughs> he he I, has that perspective and he has a great way of presenting it. So it's not just, you know, I really like what you're doing. Keep going. Or I'd like to see a bit more of this. He's got pros and cons. So he knows he's giving you what works and what might not work as well. And presenting it in a way that isn't like you suck, do everything <laughs> different. Exactly, as I said to said in the channel, I want to. I need to get a J match out just so I can write something to get it, get my feedback. I'm more excited <laughs> about the feedback than uh, yeah, the results and the outcome. <laughs> so, um, Sean's had to step away for a minute, which is uh, very convenient given the next award. And I've just given away the answer there, Johnny. So we'll ask you anyway, but most improved role player? Bam Miller. Bam Miller, yes. This dude came out of nowhere. I thought he was sandbagging with the first role play against Johnny for the um for our first <laughs> match. All of a sudden he dropped this, he dropped heat out of nowhere. And I was like, oh man, I was not ready for this. Like I'm gonna have to work my ass off now. <laughs> uh yeah. I think that is, you know, um, for, you know, I'm not sure how many more people will be listening to this that are new, um, but you know, you sit with IW, you know, you're going to build your character as well, and building your character, and getting to know your character better, and putting them into stories is, you know, this is what the result is. Yeah, like the Ryan Hawkins, Van Miller, whose role plays have just taken their own world because they know their characters so well, they know the storylines, they know their opponents. It makes it a lot easier, a lot more fun as well, I believe. Absolutely. And I think Discord has definitely helped with that because, you know, Bam and I have been able to talk or Sean Miller, whatever we're going to go with for him, <laughs> have been able to, to talk about things and kind of see where we want the storyline to go. So we have almost a roadmap of where we want to ultimately get to. 100%. 100%. It's so funny because, you know, me and Jake, we talk a lot. And Jake was like, I want to face Bam Miller. You know what? I've been watching his stuff, I want it. and you know, you you um, you you uh, pitched for him to be part of World Collide because he originally wasn't going to be. Yeah, the like he actually messaged me before that role play against Johnny, and he said, "This is the idea I've got. Is it cool that I do this?" 
And I told him out that he had a great idea. And I said, go for it. And he did. And just the whole thing in general and everything since then has blown me away. Uh, just with how he's improved, the thought that goes in and just the, the idea of the character in general. And I was like, that's a perfect fit for the team. That's, that's a guy I want on that team. He played it so well in that first role play. I thought it was Jake as a secondary character that he wasn't telling us about. No, we honestly, me and Johnny were, were shouting barbs at each other if it was the other person. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make it. It felt different. It felt like something wasn't right. But I, I would have never guessed it was Sean. No, never. <laughs> but I, I thought it was someone. I did think it was someone. So, um, moving on. Best staff member. Someone's reversing. Yeah. Who's driving right now? <laughs> Go on, Johnny. Best staff member. I mean, I'm always going to have a personal place in my heart for, uh, for Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> I know he hasn't done much as of late, but he'll always has have he, that number one. Has he ever done much? Well, but technically, no, not at all. But he, usually he's more involved than he has been, except Bam. Bam's been keeping him alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that's one of mine. I know I, I do I do a lot of work with um, a lot of work with Bam. Uh, sorry, Bam with Charlie. Uh, I haven't I haven't had the time, and that's because you guys have been keeping me so busy. But Bam. now, would you can? I would say Bob Mitchell would be the best staff member to step up. I mean, of all of them, he's the most involved, and he got rid of all of the dead weight staff, so that's always a plus. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, you know, as we know, Charlie's fair game to anyone as of all the stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll start making an impact again soon. Let's hope. Let's hope. I'm sure somebody will bring him back before too long. He's uh, He's too interesting to leave on the sidelines. And I think I'm that a, might be the issue. Not a lot of these new guys know the legend that is Charlie Schmidt. Am I right that Donnie Allen best Charlie Schmidt? Ooh. I know we got a thing back a while ago, but I think it was Donnie Allen's invention. <laughs> I was unaware of that. I thought he was always the part of it. No, no, no. We, I, I def, I'm pretty sure it was Donnie Allen. I mean, I mean, there's no way of really venturing that. I'm asking Donnie. And I'll do that again because I know, as you say, he's, he's, he's popped in. I know he's time limited, so he's not being able to do much. But it'd be a good question for him because I'm pretty sure he he invented him. And, you know, he took off his life for his own. Well, I think an honorable mention from Jake needs to be made for all of the refereeing staff that has been part of IAW this last six months. <laughs> well, <laughs> dis dishonorable mention to all the ones that got fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there was nothing worse than reading uh, reading your your on rescue like, Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> it was always the best to read that. Like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. That was uh, that happened and looked, I was like, yeah. That was yeah. a big time unintentional storyline right there. Oh yeah, exactly. It just fell into place that like there was just constant interference and recognizing up. <laughs> Um, so, okay then, um, best match, Johnny C. World's Clyde. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that one. Um, 
that one once again was fine. I didn't vote for that, but I had to go with majority. I voted for Johnny VJ because that, as said, will always be my favourite storyline and um, feud and everything. And maybe I mean, that was definitely the hardest I've ever had to work for a match. Resist it again. <laughs> So, um, sorry, females messaging me. Can't blame them. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so there's not one winner for this next award, but we're going from best newcomer award. Overall newcomer. Um. Yes. Uh, well, in the new, yeah, new to IW. Since, since we relaunched. Yeah. I would go Rogue or Tyler. Neither of them have made it. <laughs> that that would be my pick, man. I mean, both of those guys, they're undefeated. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, we, we come split in here. Um, you know, as I said before, the talent was fantastic. So this was always going to be, be the hardest one. Um, so we've gone for a, a treble here. It could even have been a, a quintuplet. Uh, Russell Wade, <laughs> Ryan Hawkins and Scotty Adams. Adams, uh, okay. Adams is new this go around. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I worked with him. I think I worked with him in NWA. So I think I just lumped yeah, him he, into he, being prior. Well, if you remember when he when he came on, um, he he went. I joined this Fed because I recognised a few of the names, and he recognised yourself and uh, Dan Desona. That's right. Uh, I don't know if I can vote Russell Wayne, though, only because he's murdered multiple people or workplace <laughs> accidented multiple people. <laughs> and he hates Curtis. Well, it's not ballet, first of all. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> people are going to get hurt. But yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, the career changer. And you know what? I think we've ever skipped something here. And um, I honestly don't think we give them enough respect. And this is because they're in their own little bubble. But Dan DeStone and uh, Jason Myers, in themselves, they've told a, you know, a, a story. We there? Yeah. yeah we, I think we might have lost Osh. We but yeah, I think have. Osh was um he was talking about the Danda Stoner and Jason Myers story yeah. they've been got going on. Um yeah, I think it's been very underrated. It, it's been very good. I know we got a lot of different storylines right now, but I think people need to pay more attention to that. Um the street fight match they had at World's Collide was very good as well. That was a fantastic match. That was like really I good. Was... It, it, they are in their own bubble, so they almost feel like they're yeah. their own brand. <laughs> I think that's why they get uh, that underrated status, too, is because it's just them doing their own thing, and they're very familiar with each other, and the rest of us are kind of outside that, where the other big storylines, we all have more engagement and involvement, so we're paying more attention to that than we are theirs, but there's, they're really doing some good stuff there. They were, it, you know, to, be only, to be only working with each other for so long, as long as they like, they haven't really. They've had a couple add-ons. You know, Chino was involved at one point. Phoenix, and then, 
Phoenix was involved. Thankfully, he's no longer involved. That's really bumped him. But, you know, they've been able to keep it just them and make it make people care about it, which is hard to do. Yeah, no, 100%, 100% there. And, you know, it, it is something that they deserve some recognition for. And, you know, I think they'll finally be ending that at the next pay-per-view. So that's going to be like almost nine months of story. And this, you know, that's where I got the idea of, you know, uh, making a story website where you, you know, take a story from start to finish and, uh, and you know, just the chronological of it with the role plays and matches, the write-ups, everything together. That would be so helpful, especially, like, with new people when they come in and if they weren't there for that, or if you just got started like partway through, you can catch up with the whole story and you'll be familiar with all the characters and everything that's going on with everyone. Yeah. Well, even the next person to draw Destoner Myers will be able to look back and just say they haven't been fully up to date on everything can go back and read and see how everything works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, they'll be aware of all of those issues so they can just jump in and, you know, get involved at least with those characters or maybe take that story in another direction or, or anything exactly. like that. I mean, for them, how I mean, they, they've been a bit unlucky with uh, with people have tried to bring in, you know, they brought in the Young Lions, they brought in uh, Riley Richards, or the name was to get involved. And they've been unlucky with them not sticking around. So if they did get involved with some of the new mainstays, I reckon, you know, some greater story can be told. Yeah. So I'm looking forward think, to that. I think that's one of those things where uh, uh, Johnny and I have really gotten lucky was that the people that, the new people we've gotten involved with are really, like, they've stayed and they've been really productive. So they've given us a lot to work with and a lot to go on and build with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, they, they absolutely have. But, you know, that that's why, you know, when I launched that, I want to launch with a bang, you know, Johnny B. Jake is just, you know, it's just box office because I know you guys, I trust with whatever I give you, you knock out of the park. And you have done, you, you set a, a good platform and it, I, was, I spoke to Johnny about this and said, we're setting the benchmark of what is going to be to be our main event stars. And, uh, you know, I'm watching people constantly rise to it. And a lot of them have, you know, have five, six, seven guys that are all ready and waiting to be able to step up into that top spot. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, it's not who do, it's not who who have we got for Jake next, for example. It's who do we pick next to give to Jake? Any one of them could do it. And then we keep getting additions like every other week that are just really, really good. Of course, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, say it's, it's great so we're going to move on to our last award now especially as I'm running out of time booty call and all that you know <laughs> um, best role player award Johnny C what's your guess Jake it's not Jake it pains me to say my personal it pains me to say is Jake <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake did not get the most votes Hmm. Who's your second guess? Curtis? So it's a technicality because Curtis <laughs> got a vote and Johnny T got a vote. So I decided to combine them and give best role player award to yourself, Johnny C. Holy so this shit. is the first ever acceptance speech. 
on the IAW Awards live. I mean, with the level of talent we have to be voted by everyone as the top, the top level. I mean, that's just that's awesome. I, I I'm speechless with the talent we have. I can't believe I was even in the running. It's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, definitely. The people we have, to, like, I mean, go, getting to go up against Jake as many times as I have has definitely helped improve. And, you know, with and now adding Curtis and making Curtis a mainstay has really bumped, has helped me go. And Bam, Bam coming out of nowhere, making me work my ass, teaming up with Rogue and, or not Rogue, uh, Hawkins, working with the new talent has just, has really helped elevate myself. And I feel like everyone else would feel the same way. Exactly. So how about this then, Johnny, to, to end this, tell us a story about Curtis then. Because um, not a lot know, because I mean, it, it, why, why, I mean, obviously we know why he was created back in the day, but you're take over and the new Curtis, shall we say, <laughs> the Curtis everyone loves to hate. Wanted to, I figured since you handed, because you always controlled Curtis up until this recent iteration of IW. Yeah. We brought him in. We needed bodies in the beginning. Faced He faced and lost to um, Jake in the beginning because I can't beat Jake no matter who I wrestle as. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided if we're going to make him serious, and after Johnny fell to Jake, I said, I want to really push Curtis as the polar opposite of who Johnny C is as a person. Hello? Did we lose Johnny C on the Is that who we lost? Yeah, I think he dropped out. Well, that wasn't a very good acceptance speech, was it? Well, I mean, it was, but... <laughs> he just didn't finish his story. <laughs> Does he know he's not finished his story? Like, yeah, he's just like a Johnny C. Roleplay who's just got off on a tangent and no one realizes. <laughs> Levels on a cliffhanger. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he's in the middle of something really good right now. I know, I know. But yeah, as I say, it, I think it's funny. Um, I, I, I obviously over IW times I create. I've uh, controlled a lot of characters. So as uh, I control Curtis, and then Johnny I created the backstory for him. You know, being Osh's kid, and then Johnny C's kid, and then Johnny C's taking him over and uh, run wild with him. We had uh, the commander. So the commander I created in my first ever EFED in '97 or whatever it was. Uh, it was part of the FWO. My mate was called Fletcher, so we called the Fletcher World Order. So I created him then, and I've always just used him as enhancement talent. And then Jake decided one day that he wanted to use him, and you know he, he spun off a character and he became like, a proper character as well. Well, I so had that I- idea to do basically what uh, we've seen kind of what we've seen Eddie Zam do with Savage Grace was to take someone that was already established but was a jobber and then to get the manager over by raising the level of that jobber to this guy is a serious threat now. Plus it was, you know, in that 2017 area where we needed more characters anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was worth it. So. 
So that's really good. So, I mean, I think we've lost Johnny now. Um, so what I'll do is I'll just thank everyone. You know, if you haven't won an award, don't be down about it because it's a tough field to win. And, yeah, I'm so grateful of everyone who has been involved in this. Oh, is it working? Johnny C. It's working now. Yeah. I Okay. So I think I left off saying I wanted to make Curtis the polar opposite of Johnny C just to almost challenge myself to role play as something because I've not really been anyone but Johnny C in 15 years. Yeah. So I decided let me challenge myself and go. I've, I'm always used to being that that real loud mouth rhetorical asshole. So let me try going with that almost Eugene level of blissfulness. Mm. Yes. And yeah, just yeah. make Curtis that like annoying. And I didn't think people would respond as well as they did. Like they love Curtis. <laughs> He's really just did. so really? annoying yeah. that it like he gets under everyone's skin, but like it's almost how do you get mad at him unless you're Russell Wayne? <laughs> I mean, did we have the pit face before the character or not? Because I think it suits it really perfectly as well. I'm sorry, what was that? Did we have the pit face of Jungle Boy before we changed Curtis or not? I can't remember, but I think we got that pit face perfect. Yeah, you. Um, it was before. It was right. I think at the relaunch, you just said Jungle Boy. Yeah. And it was like perfect. And then as the character progressed, like now when I see Jungle Boy, all I can think of is Curtis. I exactly the same. I was just about to say that. When I see Curtis, I'm like, I mean, sorry, when I see Jungle Boy, I'm like, I hate this guy. I hate this <laughs> but, but he just wants to spread peace and love and wants you to stay blessed. <laughs> what a bastard. <laughs> Everyone hates him for caring. Everybody but Bale. Every, um, yes, Bam and Curtis has been my favorite thing to come out of all of this is their weird friendship, even though he also slept with Jenny, apparently. It was a one-timer. <laughs> Doctored footage, I stand behind that. Uh, he did stand behind that as well back in the back in 20 years ago, apparently. <laughs> Johnny C did, yeah. Well, now they all have to work together, so you know, <laughs> awkward workplace uh, situations. Oh, we have, we love weird workplace situations in IIW, that's for sure. We need to get Boz involved more. Like I created him with the human resources and he hasn't really taken off yet. I want to see, I'm going to have to write some skits with him involved. Oh, absolutely. He's got to get really heavily involved now that you have a ring announcer that has been with one of the talent and is the mother <laughs> of another. Bob Mitchell bringing Jenny on his staff was was perfect. <laughs> now, yeah, inspired to that, Jake. So, uh, none of you know this, but I'm going to give a one to watch for you guys. And it involves who we're talking about, Curtis. But we're running a big storyline with Curtis and Fiona Harris. And what we've got oh, out is oh, I cannot <laughs> wait for that. You can all guess and speculate, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> Not for, for poor Curtis, it will. <laughs> right, I think on that we'll, we'll end it. But thank you uh, to Jake, Johnny, and Sean, Bam, whatever we want to call him, Toss Pop. Um, you know, as I say, you've all been great. And I guess the rest of the IAW, if you're still listening, if you have 46 minutes, well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. 
Thank you, everybody, for coming on today. Good show. Perfect show. Till next time. Till next time. That's the Hollywood Reporter on podcast. We'll see you next time.